Welcome to Rhonda NP's Menopause Guide Podcast with Rhonda Jollip, nurse practitioner, hormone expert, and menopause mentor. Balance your menopause experience with natural solutions and regain control to live the life you love. Let's get started. Hi, this is Chris Doctor. I'm your co-host for the Menopause Guide podcast with Rhonda NP. Rhonda will join me in just a minute. And if this is your first time listening, thank you for being here. We produce this podcast every week, and you'll be able to find any of the resources we mention, as well as our show notes at our website, rhondanp.com. Today's episode is number 010, and we're calling it, Is It Time for a Career Change? It might just be time for a career change. So today's topic will be of great interest to many of you, I'm sure. We're talking about the ideas of happiness, thoughts of career change, and menopause. These topics may either exhilarate you or, quite frankly, freaking terrify you. But many of you out there, you know it, I know it, you're just not happy in your current job or your career situation. You may not know this, but your creativity just explodes during menopause in a good way. So naturally, it is a time to take advantage of that newfound spirit. Today, we dive into the angles around this idea from facing your fears to figuring out who you can talk to about these concepts and also determining your skills, some of which are very transferable to many other areas or careers that you may not have even thought about. We have some great resources to share. And I'll be sure to stick all the references we talk about in our show notes for you. There's a lot of other great information to share in this episode, so let's get started. At the time of this recording, it is January 2017, so Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Yeah, well, we're in the Midwest part of the country, and we've just been clobbered by snow the last couple of weeks, so um, is this the most snow you've seen since you've lived here? You know, I cannot remember this much snow. Yeah, it's really unbelievable when you look outside about how high the snowbanks are. Yeah, crazy. Well, as <laughs> as we're sitting here in our cold winter wonderland, you know, one of the topics that as you start the new year, people start to think about, you know, their current situation, their job. Are they happy? Are they not happy? And this is one of the things that many of your patients talk to you about, um, you know, as they are entering menopause, their career. You know, it is a really, really common thing. And what I'm finding is a lot of women are very uh, not happy where they're at. Uh, They've been working a job maybe for 30 years and they're like, oh, geez. But they're like, well, I only have 10 more years or 12 more years or 15 more years and I can retire. And to me, that just sounds so awful. You're 50 years old and it's like, oh, let's just look forward to 15 years from now when you can retire. And that just kind of moves the years by. And I don't think it's a really good thought process. No, it's sad, really. It's, it's really like sad. You're, you're prison to your job. I know, I know. And what happens to it, menopause, is your creativity comes out. Now, I've talked about that on you actually become more creative. And so if you're in a job that your creativity is not working for you, this might be a really awesome time to look at a new adventure. Well, we're that's exactly what we're going to talk about today is really how do you go about changing at at this point in your life? You know, if you're we'll, we'll say mid 40s and up because you know, um, menopause does, perimenopause starts your thinking that way too. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you do as you're looking at starting to uh, think about 
if, if this is a right thing for you. So in this episode, we are going to look at some of the factors that you should consider and also talk about some resources as you think about doing this. And again, part of it may be even the exercise of thinking about doing something can make you feel empowered. Right. And it might not even have to be this major career change. It just may be adding something new into your life, some activity or something that you've always wanted to do and you never had time and now your kids are gone. And it might be some little hobby that makes you happy, that brings out your creativity. That's something you always wanted to do, but never had the time. So it may not be definitely a career change, but really bringing in something that you've always wanted to do. That is really going to help make you content and happy moving forward. And it's really all about being happy. I mean, I think where you're dealing with a lot of physical symptoms and really mentally and, you know, your purpose, your life's purpose, you start to think about that now more too, right? You really do. You really do. It's funny how uh, you kind of look back at your life and that's really, it's that change, that menopausal change where you kind of look back what you've done and what you want to do moving forward. It, it really is a biological thing that happens within us at menopause. So I think we need to you know, take note of that and, and honor that and really look forward to, okay, what is it that I'd like to do for the rest of my life? Whether it's a career change or maybe it's um, doing some volunteer work, maybe it's bringing in a hobby that you've always wanted to do, painting or crafts or something that you just didn't do. Um, and it's interesting also uh, at this time in our life how we actually figure out what we're really good at. It's funny how some people in their 20s know what their talents are and some women it takes till their 40s and 50s to really realize what their real talents are. So if you can figure out your talents and what your talents really are, then try and match up, whether it is a career change or a new job or it's a hobby or something else, match up with what your talents are because you may not have been figured those are you may not have figured those out until now and that can really bring some contentment within knowing yourself and what makes you happy and what you're really good at that's really good advice because so many people don't but we have a resource that i've i've used in my previous life with my teams and it's called strength finders 2.0 the gallup organization puts it out it's an assessment test and you can do it online and it gives you your top five talents in ranked order. And it's pretty fascinating. It, it really helps you understand what your strengths are. There's a series of questions you answer. So that's one resource um, that I would like to recommend. The other thing we would love to talk about is really at this point in your life, you know, money may not matter as much, you know? Well, that's true. That's true. Actually, you kind of when you're younger, your goals are always to make more money, move up the ladder, move up the ladder. Sometimes you get at the top of the ladder and you're going, is this all it is? Yeah. <laughs> is this the ladder that I was searching for these 20 years and I'm there? And it's like, oh, well, it's not as great as I thought it was going to be. Well, you know, I can't tell you how many girlfriends that I have that have these big, huge jobs and they're not happy. And it's, it's really sad because, you know, they've got all this education and they've really clawed their way to the top. And the top is... The top is hard. The top is really hard and not taking away from, you know, the work that has been done. But it's a time now that you can really start to think about really what do you want to do? Right, right. Yeah, I agree with that so much. Because again, like I said, with that, you're you have a biological change that's going on. And so you will have some extra interests that might be popping in that you didn't even know existed as well. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, thinking about this idea, this is time, you know, you said earlier, it's time to really take stock of your life where you are. But this isn't a time to think, oh, I wish I'd done this or I wish I'd done that. I mean, I think you look at where you are and look at it as where do I build from here? What can I build from here of all the things I've gone through in my life? What can I do now? Right. I think that everything we go through, whether it's good or bad, is all part of the journey. And so, and I can recall a few jobs, and I've, I've had a few jobs over the years when I look back, how some of them just, I knew almost immediately this was not for me. But what I took from that position was part of where I am today. Mm-hmm. And so, f- for instance, I was the director of an emergency department at one point, and only for two years. And it was six months into it, I knew that was not going to be my profession. I, you know, it was the busiest times were when I weren't wasn't around, and it just wasn't my deal. However, I learned how to manage a large budget and manage people. And so those things really carried me into opening my own clinic as time went on. So everything that we learn, whether it's a job we like or a job we don't like, it really builds on your character, it builds on your profession, it builds on who you are as a person, and it takes you to that next level. So that's, you know, really the concept of transferable skills. And, you know, really what you just said there, uh, many people think, oh, I've done this one thing my whole life, I can't do anything else. But if you break it down, you say, okay, well, what do you do in your job? Do you manage money? Do you manage people? Do you manage, um, you know, different types of situations or circumstances, products? Uh, you can take those in, and transfer those to a new new job. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. And you might be very, very talented at something that another job that would really interest you need that very specific skill. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know, yeah. in my past life, I was in the nonprofit sector. Mm-hmm. And a few times I took a risk and I hired people that had no nonprofit experience, but they had sales experience. And really those that sales experience transferred to the nonprofit sector because you're not selling things, you're selling ideas. And if you have a passion for the mission, you you still have to sell it. Some people are interested and some people aren't. But really, and those employees turned out to be phenomenal because they really had a passion for the organization and they brought forward those transferable skills from their old job. Right, right. Yeah, very good point. The other thing we'd like to talk about is, you know, oftentimes making this leap is so daunting that you want to really check in with a career counselor. And there's, you know, a vast network of career counselors that you could tap into, really who could be a partner in this journey with you. So seeking that kind of professional help is really uh, another piece of advice we can offer. Yeah, I think that is true. And another thing, uh, when you're facing your fears, don't bring age into the whole deal. It doesn't matter how old you are. You can do anything at any age. And, And so, so many people I hear, well, I can't do that at my age. And you know what? Unless it's a physical thing like climbing mountains and you physically can't do that, there's so many things that you really can do. And so I just challenge people to not bring age as a factor when you're deciding on what you want to do. You know, that's a really good point. I, I saw this thing a couple it was a couple months ago on the on the news. This gal, she was a flight attendant. She was darling. She was like, I'm not making this up. She was almost 90 years old. And they were they were on the plane with her and everything. And she was super feisty and spunky. And everybody was hugging her and taking selfies with her and yeah, stuff. It. And it's kind of like, you know what? So let's play this out. You love to travel. 
and you, you know, okay, maybe you want to be, and I'm just you look into being a flight attendant. It they're all different ages, and right. it's not, you know, again, the money isn't great, but the, you know, the benefits are great with the freer travel or right. the, you know, right. the ability to do that. So really stretch your imagination and say. What do you like to do? What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Could you find a job that supports that in some way? That's right. another way to look at it. Yeah, it is. And there's just so much opening up than there was 30 years ago. There's just so much more available, mm-hmm. I think. So many more opportunities for women and men. Right. <laughs> so the other thing to think about, too, is, you know, this we're, we're talking about this, but this is a big deal. If you really wanted to change you know, and, and, and kind of take a new direction, you know, facing your fear is one of the things you have to kind of name it. You know, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of change? Are you afraid of changing income, of fear of failure? You know, and then when you have identified what it is you think you want to do, talk about the concept uh, with your spouse and your children, your friends, your relatives, and really get their advice and opinion. And not so much their permission, but if you come up with an idea or a concept and you kind of float that by some of your friends, get their feedback. If they kind of jump on board and say, oh, my God, you'd be so great at that. Or, mm, you know, I mean, you really have to kind of I like to shop around when I when I have a new idea just to get people's yeah. opinion. It, it takes a while for me to kind of move into a new direction or whatever. But that may be a thing, too, is to talk to talk to your friends, talk to your yeah. family about it. That's such a good point. The, your friends, your family, they really know your talents. I mean, they know you so well, so they know your talents. And most of them are going to be quite honest with you. And so if you ask them, you know what, do you think this would be a great idea for me? Like if when you told me about something you've done and you want to transfer this skill into here, I can tell exactly what your skill sets are just by knowing you as my sister-in-law. Right. And vice versa. You've been able to really see what my skills are and it doesn't take that much to really understand people and how good they are at certain things and what they're not good at. Right. And we hope for you listening, you have that one special person or a few special people that you could bounce this idea off with in not to be judged or to be, you know, scared about that they give you that honest feedback. Right. That's right. what girlfriends are for. That's what they're for. Or, you know, or whoever. Your yeah. husband if he's a good one, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the other thing to think about too is there's all like you said earlier, Rhonda, there's so many different things now. There's consulting and part-time stuff, and temp work, or, you know, like a combination of all these things. Yeah, there's so many things online. You can go online and actually learn skills. So there's a lot of things out there that you can go online and learn if there's anything that you think you just need a little more education. You don't necessarily need a new degree. You just need uh, uh, some education on that specific skill. Mm -hmm. And there's just so much available online to actually learn Absolutely. Absolutely. The other thing we were thinking about is, and you mentioned it earlier, is the volunteering first. Now, since I was in nonprofit before, you know, I had come across over the years, many, many, mostly women, I would say, who had other types of jobs. They were attorneys or they owned their own businesses or a variety of different things. And they felt kind of empty. And now that I'm thinking about this, I was in my 30s and they were in their 50s and they're looking for something new. So but really from volunteering perspective, 
either serving on a board or really getting down and dirty and actually volunteering for an organization in a physical way, you could decide, you know, if this is really what you want to do for your job or really take that volunteering route and fill that thing that needs to be filled that we talked about earlier. Yeah, that that is so true. Um, when, if you go to Psychology 101, it's the Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. The end of your lifespan, and that can start at any age if you've made it up that scale already, but it's self-actualization. And that really is what your legacy is going to be, what you're going to leave to others, how you're going to make a difference in the world, um, giving back. And that's really where you get that self-actualization from is from giving back. And so volunteering, if you're financially stable and you don't need a career change, volunteering can really help with that whole self-actualization process. That's so true. And you know, so many nonprofits, and I can speak from experience here, they need your skills. They need you so much. Um, If it's finance or if it's um, legal or if it's graphic design, social media, whatever, there's so many nonprofits, big, big ones too, that need support. And so that may be something to think about just, you know, to explore that. And that may make you feel better. It does. It does. It's that whole self-actualization, that whole content um, that you're, you know, living the rest of your days making a difference in other people's lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. And along those same lines, when I was looking at, at this podcast, I found something that I had not heard about. It's called an adult internship. And, you know, we always think about college kids uh, who are looking for a job experience, but really there's other opportunities to uh, go into organizations and, and have an internship as quote unquote an adult, you know? <laughs> so that's, that's another concept that I had never even heard about. So that's another thing to think about. And so uh, we, as we were looking, found some great resources for you. There is, uh, we'll put them in our show notes, but there's a few books that I've looked into that are really valuable. One was called The After 50 Career Change, and I'll put that link uh, in the show notes and really goes through a work values checklist and a, a bunch of other things that can help your thought process. And as much as I hate to admit it, AARP has <laughs> awesome resources. You know, every time I get one of those in the mail, I rip it up. I know. I, know. I, have, I have a great AARP story. When we went on a little girl's trip for her 40th birthday, I, one of my friends has, was married to a, a man that was 15 years older than her, and she pulled out her AARP card. And I'm telling you, when you're 40, you're not even, you don't even know what that is, really. And I'm like, what? What is this? She told me she thought it was the greatest thing because she got this discount. I'm thinking, I am never going there. I do not want to go with that I discount. Know, so, I know. Yeah. But, well, AARP. But, but they do have wonderful resources, and it's a very positive organization. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There's another uh, job. It was getting – or another, sorry, another book I'll put on. It's called Getting a Job After 50 for Dummies. You know those <laughs> for Dummies it. books? Because a lot of people – have been in the same either organization or career path and really haven't had to interview or know what it takes to interview now and not even the concept of putting your resume together is kind of daunting and so these kind of you know step-by-step helpful books 
you know, give you the confidence. And really, as you're looking at them, you're, you're, you probably will think to yourself, oh, I know this, I know this. But even those types of experiences are good for empowering you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love the dummies books. <laughs> so what we'll do then is at, uh, at the, like we say, for the show notes, we'll put all these things in there. And really, um, as, a, as a closing thought for you is just the thought of going through this exercise may be enough to make you... Uh, feel better because either then you find the good things in your career and you say, you know what, I really like X, Y, Z, or maybe it's a, like an aha thunderbolt to say, you know what, I don't like it. I want to change it. Yeah. Well, you have a couple choices. Now that you're going through menopause, you can say, this is the worst absolute thing. I'm old and my life is over. (laughs) Or you can look at it as, hey, I'm going through menopause. My body's changing biologically. I'm becoming more creative. And guess what? I don't feel like doing this job anymore. And I'm going to check into new things. Those are your choices. And so I think the second choice is a better choice. And it's a more positive choice. And I really do believe that life is a journey. And it's a journey really about creating yourself. And I love that way of looking at it. And your journey doesn't end at menopause. It actually, there's some beginnings at menopause. So it's pretty cool. Awesome. Awesome. Well, on that positive note, we will end this podcast. And we thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks for joining the Menopause Guide podcast with Rhonda N.P. You'll find the show notes and other valuable information at our website, rhondanp.com. Don't worry about this menopause thing. You've got this.